to Athletics with Annie. Today I'll be doing a special episode about COVID-19 and the NFL Commissioner. I will begin with the COVID-19 protocols for the 2021 regular season from August 30th, 2021. There will be weekly testing for fully vaccinated players and staff members. The weekly testing for vaccinated players and staff members is an increase from every two weeks. Players with vulnerable cohabitants or live with someone who is vulnerable can elect to undergo daily testing. Unvaccinated and partially vaccinated players will continue to test every day, including off days, prior to entering the club facility and may not go inside the facility or interact with each other while awaiting test results. With preseason games done, many head coaches are expected to have several upcoming days off. However, due to the daily testing, unvaccinated players will be unable to travel. The NFLPA sent a letter to players Monday night where it illustrated that a move to weekly testing, rather than daily, does not sufficiently solve for the real risk of virus transmission going undetected inside a club facility, Palisro reported. Therefore, while the union did not oppose the change, it will continue to negotiate. One unchanged rule is the high-risk close contact protocol. Fully vaccinated individuals will not be designated as high-risk close contact, but can be held to daily testing for five days. Therefore, only unvaccinated players are at risk of missing games without a positive test. Here are some other changes. Effective immediately, fully vaccinated club medical staff, strength and conditioning coaches, and equipment staff are required to wear masks when providing treatment, fitting equipment, or otherwise directly dealing with players inside the club facility, excluding outdoors. Players who are not fully vaccinated will not be required to wear a face mask at outdoor practices or walkthroughs, but face coverings are still mandatory indoors and in weight rooms. Updates for traveling include a maximum of 75 non-player staff members in a traveling party, no public transportation, no private transportation for unvaccinated players and staff, and all members of the traveling party, whether fully vaccinated or not, must wear masks. This is what I think about these protocols and why I don't think they work. Weekly testing for vaccinated players and staff doesn't help protect everyone from getting exposed or stopping the spread of COVID. Players may have COVID and not know it. If players have COVID, they can expose others without knowing it. And if they're at practice and have no symptoms, they're putting their teammates at risk of getting sick. Here are reasons that daily testing would be better. Less people could be at risk of getting sick. We could find out who is positive or negative for COVID as soon as possible. We could find out who had close contact to the person who has COVID sooner. There would be no widespread COVID outbreaks. Everything will be under control. And even though most players and staff are fully vaccinated, we can't just assume that the vaccine will stop people from getting COVID because that's not possible. You can still get sick even if you're fully vaccinated, but you may have mild symptoms and feel fine. The NFL should change this rule that fully vaccinated individuals will not be designated as high-risk close contact, but can still be held to daily testing for five days. And therefore, only unvaccinated players are at risk of missing games without a positive test. Because even if you're fully vaccinated, you can still get sick and transmit it to others. Unvaccinated individuals have to be extra vigilant because they are at high risk of catching COVID since they are not vaccinated. Vaccinated or not, if you or anyone was exposed to COVID, you should be considered a high-risk close contact because you could still get COVID and give it to others. No one is invisible to COVID, so if you were by someone who unknowingly has COVID, you should be considerate of others and quarantine for 10 to 14 days if you have no symptoms and or tested negative. This is the updated version of the COVID-19 protocols. Effective immediately, all 32 NFL teams will be placed in intensive COVID-19 protocols until the conclusion of week 15. 
This means the reimposition of mandatory mask wearing in teen facilities, social distancing, grab-and-go meal service in teen cafeterias, all virtual meetings, limits on the number of people allowed in weight rooms, and restrictions on activities outside the facility. Teams already in intensive protocols due to ongoing outbreaks will continue testing of all players and personnel, vaccinated or not, but the rest of the teams won't be subject to daily testing. Also effective immediately, the league and the NFLPA will institute changes in the return-to-play COVID-19 protocols that will make it easier for players who are vaccinated and asymptomatic to return to practice and games. Under the previous protocols, a vaccinated individual who tests positive for COVID-19 has to produce two negative tests 24 hours apart before being cleared to return. The new protocols relax that requirement and could enable teams like the Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Rams, and Washington football team to get some players back for this weekend's games. In creating the return-to-play protocols, the NFL and the NFLPA focus on a new metric that measures the viral load of a player, known as the cycle threshold. In essence, the CT value can measure whether a player is still contagious, even in some cases he was still test positive on a traditional test. The testing can begin as soon as one day after the initial positive and can significantly reduce the amount of time a vaccinated player is away from the team facility. There are now three ways for a vaccinated player to return under the new protocols. Two PCR tests that are either negative or produce a CT value of 35 or greater, one PCR test that is either negative or produces a CT value of 35 or greater, and a negative MESA test result taken within 24 hours of the PCR test. MESA tests usually return results in less than an hour and or two negative tests. According to NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills, previous NFL test analysts have shown that players with CT values at the level of 35 or higher do not transmit COVID-19 and thus will not be contagious. It's not about loosening our standards, Sills said. If anything, we're just bringing a higher precision and measuring ourselves against a more precise ruler. There is no change to the rules for our unvaccinated players who will continue to be tested daily and will have to stay away from the team facility for at least 10 days before they can be cleared to return after a positive test. Throughout the pandemic, we have continuously evolved our protocols to meet our goal of advancing the safety of the players, coaches, and staff, the league said on Thursday in a statement. The changes we are making today aim to address the increase in cases and the advent of the Omicron variant. Effective immediately, all clubs will implement preventive measures that have proven effective. Masking regardless of vaccination status, remote or outdoor meetings, limiting in-person meals, and no outside visitors while on team travel. We will continue to strongly encourage booster shots as the most effective protection. Finally, and based on expert advice, we will adjust the return to participation requirements for those who recovered from COVID-19. All of these changes are grounded in our data and science-backed approach, with safety our number one goal for the entire NFL community. The NFLPA also is pushing to allow players the ability to opt out of the season if they are uncomfortable with changes to the protocols, though it's unclear whether the league would agree to that. As of Thursday afternoon, there was no plan to mandate COVID-19 booster shots for vaccinated players, though the league and the NFLPA continue to strongly encourage unvaccinated players to get vaccinated and vaccinated players to receive boosters. The Cleveland Browns, meanwhile, announced Wednesday that head coach Kevin Savansky has tested positive for coronavirus, and at least eight starters, including Baker Mayfield, have been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list this week. The Los Angeles Rams have placed 13 players on the reserve COVID-19 list this past week, including star cornerback Jalen Ramsey, star receiver Odell Beckham Jr., 
and starting running back Daryl Henderson. Washington has placed 17 players on the reserve COVID-19 list this week, including 8 on Wednesday and 3 more on Thursday, bringing its total to 21 overall and 11 starters. This is what I think about these rules. The teams who are not in the intensive protocol since they don't have ongoing outbreaks should still test daily just to be safe and cautious. The changes to the return to play COVID-19 protocols that will make it easier for players who are vaccinated and asymptomatic to return to practices and games are both good and bad ideas. This is a good idea because they can come back sooner, they can help the team in games, less people could be out, and no postponing games. This is also a bad idea because they can still be really sick to play, they might be contagious, they could spread it to their teammates, it may cause an outbreak among the team, and it may cause a postponement or a forfeit. NFL teams should use the new metric or CT to measure whether a player is still contagious even if they would still test positive on a traditional test. Why? Because if the CT value shows that a player is not contagious, then they could come back and help their team in the game without putting their teammates at risk of getting COVID from them. But it's still possible that their teammates can get sick with COVID though. And if testing started one day after the initial positive, then the player could be gone from the team facility for a shorter period of time. Now on to the NFL commissioner. Roger Goodwell announced at the beginning of the 2021 season that all vaccinated players will be tested weekly unless they choose to test daily because they live with someone who is vulnerable and get very sick if they get COVID-19, while all unvaccinated players will be tested daily. This ended up working very well and helped stop the spread of COVID amongst the players in their teams. Right now, there are 207 players in the NFL who are currently on the COVID-19 reserve list. This does not include coaches and staff members. If we did testing daily for everyone, then we could see who has COVID sooner, close on the facility to see who is considered close contact, and make sure no one else has it. With weekly testing, someone may have COVID with no symptoms and could spread it to people within their organization and to players and staff on the other team if they're playing in the game. This is how the outbreak started, though the Delta and Omicron variant could have played a large role in the outbreak too. Roger Goodwell also announced at the beginning of the 2021 season that any team who can't play a game due to a COVID outbreak will forfeit. A team shouldn't have to forfeit a game because of a COVID outbreak within their organization. They cannot stop a player from getting sick or living life. Many people are fully vaccinated and do wear a mask when out in public but can still get sick. I understand that some people agree that a team should forfeit because it's not fair to the other team who wants to play and doesn't have COVID issues. With that being said, if a team has a major COVID outbreak within their organization where half of their team has COVID or consider close contact, then they should be able to postpone the game once or twice to get players back or more are added to the list. After that, then the team should either play with the players they have or forfeit. These rules can be fair for one team and unfair for the other team. Forfeiting is fair for the opposing team because it's not their fault that the game cannot be played and they want a free win. Forfeiting is unfair for the team with the COVID outbreak because they cannot control who gets sick or not and they may still want to play. Postponing the game is also unfair for the opposing team because they want to play, they don't have a COVID outbreak, they have most of their players, and have a high chance of winning the game. Postponing the game is also fair for the team with the outbreak because they still want to play and they may get most of their players back for a chance to win. Being the NFL commissioner is probably hard because you want games to be played in order to make money and you will always get criticism for whatever rules you put in place, so therefore you cannot make everyone happy. Stay tuned on Friday for the Browns Injury Report for Saturday's game.